I'm Kerry Fink, and welcome to this week's edition of the Kingdom Living Podcast. We want to welcome you to today. And hello, Glenn. How are you doing today? Fantastic, Kerry. Thank you. Thank you. You know, it is just so nice to see the Word of God making its way literally around the world. And it's it's just nice to see that uh, folks are finding uh, the Kingdom Living and everything connected to the REPL Minute, both on the Facebook uh, side of things, you know, whether they're watching us on Facebook Watch or going directly to the REPL Minute page and seeing us there, or if they're on the YouTube channel, that's a great channel. You can subscribe to it. You can have access not only to the Kingdom Living podcast there, but you can also find the REPL Minute, the daily Monday through Friday biblical encouragement uh, piece that uh, Glenn has been publishing. You've been doing that continuously since 2006. And how many of us understand it's easy to get excited and do something for a week or two while it's new and fresh, but to continue the, um, I guess the faithfulness is probably the word I would use, Glenn, to describe what you've done to make sure that as we rise each workday, each weekday, uh, that we have a fresh, inspirational, motivational, biblically sound uh, message that kind of moves us on the way. And you've been doing that absolutely uh, free of charge. And I always point out to folks, I said, you know, Glenn, you're a business guy. You have a, a successful uh, financial services company called GA Repl uh, and Company. And, and for you to take your time to make sure that these resources are available to whosoever will, uh, that's really a big commitment o- over quite a period of time. Well, you know, Carrie, how this really started uh, uh, was really just—it's it was reading the Word of God, yeah. and and in reading that, it just there's such an enthusiasm, there's such uh, an overwhelming uh, peace that comes. You just—I I, want to share it, and and yeah. it was interesting. This uh, just this morning, uh, uh, one of our lady clients—we uh, uh, we just hit it off so well, and 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 she calls in. And all of a sudden, she was like walking on water on the phone, meaning you could just, uh, there's such an enthusiasm in her voice, uh, because it, she must have been in the word, the word was just firing her up and, and just just that enthusiasm was there. And it's contagious. And I said, you need to keep doing that because your word, the word of God coming through you is just speaking to me and it's just penetrating my, my heart with the way you do that. And that's that's hopefully what we're accomplishing uh, with, with what we're doing here is, is, is the word of God does not return void. And we just want to pass that on because this isn't us, Carrie, you and I. This really is the Holy Spirit working through us because this isn't about us. Uh, it's about what he's been doing through us over this. And we just want to encourage others to do what we're doing, to do it. You know, this, this, don't stop here. You go do it. Take the message of the gospel, read it, let it burn into your soul. And so that you just want to burn it out there Uh, because how are they going to know except someone teaches and the word that the Bible uses preaches, but, but that doesn't mean you have to be licensed. I mean, the word of God uh, does not return void and care, as you know, so many times. and, And again, today we'll be saying we're reading scripture. Absolutely. But we're reading it with that enthusiasm of the Holy Spirit showing and guiding us through this. So it's it's exciting. We're, we're so appreciative and thankful to the Lord of what he's done. Yeah, and, and we've used this term a lot uh, in in uh, a kind of almost like a tagline in the REPL Minute. And, and, you, and it actually kind of started in your business, but we called it Reach Your Purpose. And so uh, all of us, you know, we often hear somebody say, well, I was called to be a pastor. I was called to be a preacher. But, but I really make the argument that we are all called as marketplace ministers because we, we say oftentimes so many people, you know, you read these sad statistics about the number of people who, who won't necessarily go to a church. They may, it's not necessarily that they're not interested in things spiritually, but, but for whatever combination of reasons, that's not adding up the right way. So oftentimes, I love to use the expression, you may be the only Jesus somebody sees because they'll come to you with a certain challenge, a certain problem. They'll go, well, I know you're the praying type. So what am I supposed to do with this? And that's part of our mission. And and I was going to say, Glenn, the the messages 
that um, you've been teaching on in Kingdom Living here recently. I mean, think about some of these titles, Divine Nature Now, okay? Because so, so often we misappropriate, we think of things in the by and by, or when I die, I'm going to go to heaven, or, or all these different thoughts. Uh, you know, I thank God for Jesus. I'm saved. I'm going to be with him in the by and by. That's all true. But that's not only, that's like a half-truth, right, Glenn? Because we, we talk a lot about heaven is open now, and that's why these teachings are so important. Divine nature now. Do you believe? The power of now faith. And this is kind of set up for where we're going today, because a lot of people, you hear the word anointed, but I'm not sure how many folks actually understand that when you're in kingdom living, you are walking anointed, Glenn. Ooh, ooh, that's good. That's good, Carrie. Yeah, th thank you. Because, yeah, it is. There's an anointing on us. We, we just, we don't recognize that. But however, uh, when that Holy Spirit comes in, so we're, we're going to be talking about that as we put the, the fraud fire extinguisher on those things. But let's, let's just do a little review, too, uh, on uh, really kind of the, the key parts of the core teaching that we do is that when, uh, in the beginning, when God, God, uh, he, he, in the beginning was time and God created the heavens and earth. So this, this little uh, graphic over here to the left is that's heaven and earth. So he created heaven and earth matter. That's, that's what we can see, feel and touch and hear. Uh, and, and, uh, and so that's, and, and he is the source and God, we can understand God is outside of time. He's outside of time. So when I use that word, you've heard me use this, ageless. We are ageless beings. We are eternal beings. That's the way we're designed. We're spirit beings. God is spirit. So we got to realize we're made. So, so when we talk about the three greatest historical events, uh, the first one's creation. And so God created uh, heavens and earth. He created man in our in his image and his likeness so it's important that we just grasp what that looks like and then how did that work out he created adam and eve and and because of their disobedience their declaration of independence rather than being dependent and trusting god they chose the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which is the tree down at the bottom left here, is that's the and, and that's anger, rude, and envy, and prideful, selfish, unforgiving, boastful, delight. and and it just brags about themselves, and it's and, and it's about them. And again, that's when because when you eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you'll surely die. Because there's two trees, and and that temptation was there. They wanted to be their own person. Uh, versus being dependent upon the creator that created everything, which gave us the tree of life, uh, which is abundance. And so with that, the fall came in and the consequences of the fall came in. But thanks be to God that he redeemed us. And, and this is the important part of where we're going to be moving even more so today. We've done a lot of teaching uh, about redemption uh, and about us being new creations in Christ Jesus. And that new creation doesn't mean that we go back to Adam. No, we're in Jesus. And we're going to be talking about uh, the, two, the two types of seeds. Uh, and, and again, this red line for those of us that have been born again, which will enter into some conversation there too, uh, because when that seed enters into us, uh, the question uh, that I asked the other day in the teaching, I just thought this was so neat, is just, you know, is, is that what seed is in us? What is your seed? And, and let me just kind of put that question. What is your seed? And and because the seed is so important to us uh, is that because uh, there's really just two seeds that we have uh, is that we have a seed that comes through uh, our our, our earthly father and mother, or do, do we have the same seed that entered into Mary when the angel said unto her, a child, you're going to be giving birth to the Messiah. The, uh, the seed will be planted in you through the Holy Spirit. So what seed do we have? Is our seed being born again the same as the seed that was planted in Mary 
when, when Jesus was born. And I want to submit to you, we've got the same seed because we're made in his likeness and image. So that's the question. What is your seed? And we're going to be looking at that. So, and again, this, the word of God is active and it's alive. And this, this is Hebrews 4, 12 in the Passion Translation. And, and those that are watching and listening, it's really important as you read the word of God, because that, that you look at different translations and just ask questions as you go along. And this is so powerful. And again, uh, many of the translations have footnotes and you're going to be seeing today some of the, the teachers we have. Are, I'm going to be bringing up a lot of footnotes uh, that are involved with the, the Passion Translation. And, and then, then as you're reading, also many will take you back to different scriptures. And you begin tying in all the way from Genesis to Revelation. And we're going to be kind of going through some of that today uh, from Genesis to Revelation. But what we see here is what the Word of God, for we have the living Word of God, which is full of energy. When I talked to that lady today, she was full of energy, not man's energy. It was a divine energy. She is full of the Word of God. Uh, so the Word of God is like a double mouth sword. I used to ask, what, what does that really mean? What does that really mean? And there's a footnote here that describes this. And we had George Cope, Dr. George Cope on uh, explaining that in one of the teachings. Uh, so the, the word of God, it's, it's energy. It's like a double mouth sword. It even penetrates to every core of your being. So as she was speaking to me, it's penetrating to my soul and my spirit and bone and marrow meat. It interprets and reveals the true thoughts and secret motives of your hearts. So down here, here's the footnote. It says, God speaks his word. So how does he speak his word? And the graphic we have there on the screen, too, just shows him breathing life through the word of God and illuminating our lives, which you see with this young lady's picture here, which I think just describes what our intent here is. Our purpose is to bring the word of God alive to those that are listening and watching. So God speaks his word. Then we, in agreement, also do what? Speak his word. That's the double-edged sword, and it does not return void. That's our purpose here, is to be speaking the word of God, and with the energy, the power, and the authority that, that God has given us as our Father, as our Father, we'll be talking more about this. That's that double-edged sword that we've been bringing and teaching uh, with enthusiasm, with, with energy uh, over the years. So, so we're going to put the fraud fire extinguisher on the seed from man. And what we have is the seed from the spirit. So that same spirit that entered into Mary is the same seed that enters into us. And here's two scriptures that are, are just really powerful. This first Peter uh, chapter one, verse 23, uh, you have been regenerated. Come on, you've been regenerated, born again, not from a mortal original seed sperm, but from the one that is immortal for the ever-living, lasting word of God. Come on, can, can, can we get that? That's powerful because we've, we've put, and that's why we want to put the fraud's fire extinguisher on this, because that seed of man, yeah, we have our earthly father and we have our earthly mother, but what's been transplanted or regenerated in us, born again, is the seed of the immortal spirit of God that breathes life into us. And that's ever living, lasting word of God breathing on us. And then also in John 1, verse 13, in the NIV, uh, children born not of natural descent, which we're, we're born that way, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God, but born of God. So the seed, the same seed that entered into Mary is the same Holy Spirit, Spirit, God the Spirit that entered into us when we heard the word of God and, and activated our spirit and when we came alive again. That's why Jesus came is, is to, to bring life 
more abundantly to us, uh, to, to regenerate us back to his purpose that he has for our lives, which we're going to see right now, is to manifest the earth. He wanted to manifest the earth. He wants sons and daughters to manifest the earth now, not when we get to heaven. He wants us to manifest earth now. He wants sons and daughters now. And then this was a big revelation for me. I'll never forget uh, when this just kind of opened up uh, to me is, is, is in uh, Colossians 1, 26 and 23. And I got this in two different versions here, but, but because, because I really just like some of the words in here, but, but the mystery, the mystery, the mystery of which has been hid has been hid for ages and generations. Now understand we're talking about ages and generations that, that this, this has not been revealed. So the mystery of which was hidden for ages and generations from angels and men, but is now, there's the word now that we use so much, Carrie, the now word, but is now revealed to who? His people. Carrie, that's you and I. It's been revealed to us, the saints. We've had a teaching on the saints. We're saints. So it's been revealed to us, the saints. So that's when the court was the curtain was torn. We can enter the Holy of Holies. So that's the revelation that's coming to us here. So this has been hidden behind the curtain uh, by, and we're going to see by the law, by our, our performance and by rules and regulations and, 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 and the doing. And so what we have is in verse 27 now, to them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles, here it comes, the glorious riches of this mystery, which is what? Christ in me, you, us, the hope of his glory. So when we can understand and get this, we're going to be like that lady that she was just filled with the Holy Spirit and the word. And when we talk on the phone, it's just word, 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 back and forth. It just, it just carries across. And that's what we're hoping, Carrie, that we're doing here is the word is just coming across and does not return void because it's there for its purpose, Carrie. That's the word that we're talking about where it came on. The purpose, his purpose is to bring his word to regenerate us, uh, to, to recreate us back to his purposes, which is the manifestation as sons and daughters here on earth. And we're going to be looking at this. Now, here's going to be a little challenge for us today is that uh, uh, we, we, just, we just looked at 1 Peter 1.23. You have been recreated, born again, not from the mortal original seed sperm, but from the one that is immortal by the ever-living and lasting word of God. So this, this just has just really impacted me also uh, during, during the Christmas season here, is that this word was so important, is that when the angel appeared to Mary, uh, and said, you're going to uh, be giving birth to the Messiah. And she says, well, I've never been with a man. And the angel said, well, the Holy God, the Holy Spirit's going to come on you and you're going to give birth. And, and her words here are so powerful because this is what we, be it unto me according to your word. Father, I want what you have. I want your word to be real in my life. And so that's a message that just penetrates. Be it unto me according to your word, the spoken, the double-edged sword, the word of God coming in and living inside us. Now, here's what's see. So I am a saint. And here we're going to learn about I'm anointed. And again, one of the teachers we've done many, many times, and we just deal with this, is our I am's. We have a whole in the back of the, 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 the book. We have a whole bunch of like six or seven pages of I am's. So there's going to be some new I am's coming out of this teaching today. The word Christ from Christ comes from Christos, a Greek word that means the anointed one or the chosen one. There's a movie out there, chosen one. Jesus Christ, the anointed one. So Jesus Christ combines his name, Jesus, with his title, Christ meaning Jesus, the anointed one, or Jesus, the chosen one. 
So Jesus is the human name as announced to Mary by the angel Gabriel, and Christ is his title as the chosen anointed son of God. So this almost sounds like heresy, Carrie. I am Christ. I am anointed. And we need to understand and walk like this lady did in speech. She's walking with an anointing because of the word of God. Mary was anointed. She was covered with the anointing of the Holy Spirit entering into her. Be it unto me according to your word. And the word comes in and dwells in. So we're going to see that we're carrying the temple of God uh, with us. And so uh, I am Christ. I am anointed. Now again, because we're not speaking Greek, you know, that, that, that Christ is, is a Greek word. But we're made in his image. There's an anointing. Uh, now to say I'm Jesus, no, that's, that's, his, that's his name. My name's Glenn. Glenn is anointed. Glenn is Christ. That's anointed. That's a Greek word. So, uh, and again, that almost sounds like heresy to say that, but we, not, we need to understand I'm a saint, I'm anointed. And, and these are powerful things we understand who we are in, in Christ. So here's the scripture that really is, is helping drive our, our, our teaching and our conversation today, because we're born in the likeness as brothers and sisters. And, and this is in Romans 8, 19. And, and there's just so powerful. The entire, and I like the way this is said, the entire universe is standing on tiptoe, yearning to see what? The unveiling, the unveiling, the curtain unveiling of God's glorious sons and daughters to take dominion, to, to take control of what his intended purpose was, to have dominion here on earth. Not when we get to heaven and not when we're raptured, no, come on. It's now. It's the now time. That, that, that was 2,000 years ago. He unveiled this. We're just beginning to, to open the curtain to see what his intended purpose for man was. to be. He wants more sons and daughters to have dominion, to have the authority that he's given us. And as we, as this is revealed to us, we're going to see scriptures and revelations that this is a now gospel. It's a now revelation that we're getting. And we read in Romans 8, 29, for he knew all about, now look, he knew all about us before we were born. And he destined us, there's that purpose, there's that purpose, from the beginning to share what? His, the likeness of his son. So we have the likeness of his son, Jesus Christ, Glenn anointed, Carrie anointed. We have that likeness. So we have the likeness of his son. This means the son is the oldest. Now look at this. He's the oldest among a vast family of brothers and sisters who will become just like him. Now, when did we become just like him? When we were regenerated now. We're regenerated now. Now we get to heaven. It's now. We're going to see this is a present tense as we go through this, that there's a present tense of a now part uh, of, of what we're doing. So we are sons of God. And, and this, this is really in Galatians 4, 4 through 6. And this is the Amplified Classic. But when the proper time had fully come, when was that? That was 2,000 years ago. It's fully come. God sent his son, born of a woman, born subject to the regulations of the law, came into the world under the temple system, under the law, the law of sacrifices, the rules and the regulations to do what? To purchase the freedom the freedom, the liberty to ransom, to redeem, to atone for those who are subject to the rules and regulations of the law, that we might be adopted and have, now one of the translations uses the spirit of sonship, and have sonship conferred, anointed on us, upon us, and be recognized as God's sons, sons and daughters children, citizens in the kingdom of God. Let me just make sure we get this because this is just such powerful word. So because 
that was 2000 years ago. And we're just now getting the revelation now that we're sons and God daughters, that, that there's a spirit of sonship that we have to purchase the freedom, to ransom, to redeem, to atone for those who are subject under the law, that we might be adopted and have the spirit of sonship conferred upon us and be recognized as God's sons. Now, not when we get to heaven now. And because you, I like this, it's just affirming it. And because you really are his sons. And again, that son's daughters are really his sons. God has sent the Holy Spirit of his son into our hearts crying, Abba. And it's, it's really here, Father, Father. When we cry out, Father, Father, there is power in calling on our Father, 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 Father. We cry out, Father, Father. That's what we cry out to receive. Be it unto me according to your word. Father, Father, I want your word indwelled in me. And so we are sons and daughters of our Father, Father. Just powerful. So, as a part of this, uh, to glorify the Lord with our body, we've had some teachings on the div our divine nature uh, that we're that we're made in. And so, with is this First Corinthians six verses nineteen and twenty? Have you forgotten that your body is now what the sacred temple of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Holiness, which lives where? carry in us so we have that anointed the holy spirit that seed is in us so we're carrying in so so god needed a body to live on earth he needed matter here on earth to manage his earth that was his that was his purpose bring the kingdom of god here spirit and soul and body to manage their, who lives in you. You don't belong to yourself any longer for the gift of God, the Holy Spirit lives inside our, your sanctuary. He's inside of us. Our sanctuary is, is here. He lives inside and we're carrying that sanctuary. You are God's expensive purchase paid for with his blood, the tears of blood. So by all means then, and this is so important because I, I just really was, was receiving this more and, and beginning to take care of my body. So then use your body to bring glory to God. Use our body. See, now to use our body to glorify God, that means our soul has to be used also, our mind, will, and emotions to line up with the spirit. So if our soul is out of alignment, guess what? Our body's going to be out of alignment. If our emotions are alignment, if we're living in fear and worry and anxiety, if we're living with the spirit of death that's out there, and we're going to talk, that's been eliminated. The spirit of death has been defeated now. The spirit of death, because we are ageless, we're forever beings. We did a teaching on that last, I think last time, and, and just dealing with, Martha, do you believe this? He who believes in me will never, ever, ever die. Martha, do you believe this? And do we really believe this? Uh, use our bodies to bring glory to God now. So, we are the manifestation sons and daughters. The entire universe is standing tiptoe, yearning to see the unveiling of God's glorious sons and daughters. So let's look at the footnote here in the, in the Passion Translation. The manifestation of the sons of God. And interestingly, the Greek word used for unveiling is apocalypse, basically apocalypse. Uh, is the same word for the full title of, of, the, of the last book of the Bible, the revelation. So the revelation is the unveiling of Jesus Christ. Guess what? Now, the created universe is but the backdrop for the dramatic appearing of God's sons and daughters unveiled with the glory of Jesus Christ upon them. The verb tense in Greek text is clear that it, that this unveiling is imminent, soon to happen, and destined to take place. Christ's glory will come to us 
Look at that. Come to us, enter us, fill us, envelop us, and then be revealed through us as partakers of the glory. Although God will not share his glory with another, we are no longer another. We are the one, we are one with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit through faith in Christ. Add the word now. We're going to see some more nows. This is powerful. The, he's looking. He's waiting. He's in, in, and we talked about the fullness of time has come. The fullness of time has come for the sons and daughters to manifest the dominion of who they are in Christ, to have the authority and the dominion uh, here on earth. Now, darkness has been defeated yes. with the light of Christ living and manifesting in the sons and daughters. We are like Jesus Christ. We're made in that image. We're sons and daughters. We have his blood. If we have that same seed that was planted in us when we're born again, that same seed, Holy Spirit, is the same seed that Jesus had. So let's let's look at this. And, and this is this is Hebrews 12, 22. And I just love to teach on this, this total chapter, just a neat chapter. And just, just to take this synopsis out of yours, it's just so neat. So this is another I am. I am the new Jerusalem. Wow. That's a new thought. By contrast, let's look at this. By contrast, and again, the scriptures before this are really important. Uh, so, but he but he now says, by contrast. We have already come near to God in, in, in totally a different realm, the Zion realm, the Zion realm. We have entered the city of the living God, which is the new Jerusalem in heaven. We have joined the festival gatherings of myriads of angels in their joy celebration. So we're going to look at this. Now, the first footnote here is the Greek verb is the perfect tense indicating that the fullness of our salvation, our entrance into God's heavenly realm has already taken place. As Carrie, as you said, heaven's open. And we're, 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 there's bilocational. We have heaven and earth and heaven in the body that we've got. Heaven living in the soul and the body, in the tabernacle. So we've got to get this because we, we've been kind of just trained that heaven's someplace we go when we die. Well, th there's truth there, but we're in heaven now. Heaven's open and revealed through the same seed that was planted in, in Mary through the Holy Spirit is in us. We have this new this new creation, this new Jerusalem. So let's, let's look at another word here, Zion. So the footnote here. So we, we've already come near to God in a totally different realm. Because the way they got near to, to God before was through the tabernacle, through the sacrifices, uh, through the priests entering in into the Holy of Holies. And there's that process. And that was once a year that they were uh, atoned totally. And, and so, so we have this Zion realm. So what is it? So Mount Zion which is not a literal mountain. Now look at this. It's not a literal mountain, but a, uh, an obvious metaphor for the realm of God's manifest presence. Now, Mount Zion was once a Jebusite stronghold conquered by David, who made it the capital for his kingdom. This is inside the walls of the present-day Jerusalem. Zion is used in both the Old and the New Testament as more than a location. Let's get this. Zion is referred to as the place of God's dwelling. God's people are called Zion's maids, are people of Zion. Zion is the heavenly realm where God is manifested. So where is that now? So what we're going to see here. So now we're going to see the city. So we have entered the city of the living God, which is the new Jerusalem in heaven. This is the fulfillment. Here's the footnote. This is the fulfillment of Abraham's vision and what Israel's ancestors had seen from afar. The new Jerusalem, the new Jerusalem is not only a place, but look at this, but a people who dwell with God in their midst. It is a city that is a bride or a bridal city coming out of heaven to earth. We are not going to the new Jerusalem. We are going to be, we're going to be 
the new Jerusalem. The breastplate worn by the high priest over his heart with the precious stones was a miniature scale model of the new Jerusalem. The new Jerusalem is the amplification of that breastplate, a metaphor of transport. Look at this, transport sons with their names engraved upon the precious stones. The Aramaic being transferred. You have already received communion on Mount Zion. This is now. This is for us now. The revelation of this is for us now. And again, this, this is new stuff. We, I am the new Jerusalem now. We have the power and authority now. And again, we are co-seated with Christ now. Uh, and, and we read in Ephesians 2, 6. He raised us up with Christ, the exalted one, and we ascended with him. So, so we've ascended into the glorious perfection and authority of the heavenly realm, for we are co-seated as one with Christ now. See, and again, that's that heaven is open to us now. Father, Father has opened up heaven to us now as we speak and cry out, Father, Father. Christ in us is the hope of the glorification that we get now here on earth. We're sitting with him. We have the perfection and the authority of him in us now. So, and what we read is also the new Jerusalem. And, and this is in Revelations. We're tying now all the way from Genesis to Revelation. And so this is John speaking. So let's see how he sees this. I saw the holy city. I saw the Holy Spirit, the new Jerusalem, descending out of the heavenly realm from the presence of God like a pleasing bride that had been prepared for her husband, adorned for her wedding. Wow. We are the brides of Christ. We're the brides of Christ, waiting, waiting. And again, receiving it. We're receiving it. The marriage has happened. And I heard a thunderous voice from the throne saying, look. God's tabernacle is with human beings. What have we just said? Our body, our body is, is the tabernacle, is, is the temple of the living God. Now, look, God's tabernacle is with human beings. And for now on, he will tabernacle with them as their God. Now, God himself will have his home with them. God with them will be their God. He will wipe away their tear from their eyes and eliminate death entirely. Has death been eliminated for the born again believer? Yes, it's been eliminated. Martha, do you believe this? He who believes in me will never die. Death has no staying over us. And if we live with that fear of death, we're not bringing honor and glory to God for what he did through our Father, through our Son, Jesus Christ. No one will mourn or weep any longer. We're not mourning and weeping. The pain of the wounds will no longer exist. And look, the old order has ceased. The temple in AD 70 was torn down. The sacrifices, that system ended. The sacrificial system ended, and we now have the one sacrifice of Jesus Christ who atoned us, forgave us, and sees us totally as sinless and spotless. We are the new Jerusalem here in the tabernacle, the light of Christ inside of us every place we go. Oh, that is such good news. That is such good news. And so we, Christ, we are the resurrection. Christ's resurrection, Carrie, is our resurrection. It's your resurrection. And in Colossians 3, 1 through 4, in the Passion again, uh, Christ's resurrection is our, my resurrection too. This is why we are to yearn for all that is above, for that's where Christ sits enthroned at the palace of all power, honor, and authority. And we're sitting with him in the heavenlies now too. So that authority has been given to us. And that right hand is the right hand of authority. And he's put everything underneath our feet. So yes, feast on the treasures of the heavenly. Not when we get to heaven, 
now. We can feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill our thoughts. See, we're filling our thoughts of tomorrow about, oh, when I get to heaven, what a wonderful day it will be. No, he's brought heaven to, to live in us now and feast on that thought of what he did through Jesus Christ and what Father, Father loves us so much that he would do to manifest and redeem us back where his intended purpose is for us uh, to live life now here on earth in this bilocational heaven and earth living in the triune God living inside a man now, carrying that tabernacle. So yes, feast on the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill your thoughts with heavenly, now look at this neat word, realities. Because man has looked at facts, God and the truth is the reality of what's really going on. The truth is the word of God. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and I am life. And, and not with it, now look at it, fill your thoughts with heavenly realities and not with the distractions of the natural realm. See, because if we're, because there's really just two seeds. we got the seed that comes through Adam, through man, the natural seed. We get the seed birth through the Holy Spirit when we're born again, the word of God, Father, Father, I want. I want, I want your word to manifest in me. I am a son of God. And, and the distractions of the world, the natural man, the natural world keeps us away. Your crucifixion, this is good. Your crucifixion with Christ, my crucifixion, carry your crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life. And now your true life is hidden away in God in Christ. And as Christ himself is seen for, you, for who he really is, you, who you really are will also be revealed for you are now one with him in glory. So this, we've used the word reveal, and that's that veil being open, the window shades being open, so we can see into the spiritual realm of our identity of really who we are. And the footnote here is, is we're at the, seated at the right hand of God in Christ Jesus. And the metaphor is the place of power, authority, and honor. And glory. we're crowned with honor. We are, his we are his treasure. We're his inheritance. We, we want his inheritance, but he wants to inherit us too. And the Hebraic translate, your death and your life are both hidden with the Messiah in God. And so this is really important as we finish this teaching that, that we understand uh, that, that we are sons uh, and, and the, his purpose is to manifest the earth to bring the glory of God, heaven to earth and the kingdom of God manifested here. So as we shine our light and again, just like this lady today, just speaking to me on the phone. I mean, her light was bright on. And it was just coming through her voice. That double-edged sword was speaking words of life. And it penetrates the soul. So as we speak, as we've been doing here today, it penetrates the hearts and, and, and divides the marrow and the soul. And it reveals the heart. And, and that heart was wicked, but now it's been regenerated into a born-again spirit living in us, carrying that tabernacle, and the healing of our, of our soul and our body comes in line with the spirit. He wants us to glorify him with everything, with everything we have. And wow, what, 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 a, what a message that the word of God has brought to us. And uh, we're just so appreciative to, to God's word. And as, as we close out, uh, each each of our sessions, uh, we do we 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 speak uh, we speak out loud and and again uh, the believer's declaration of our rights and again as we learned uh, I am a saint uh, I am anointed and and again I am Christ I am Christ because because I. Christ means I'm anointed. So I'm not Jesus. I am Christ. I have the anointing. That's the Greek word. And so to think like that begins changing our thinking, which changes our emotions and comes in line with the spirit of God, with that word that's planted in us. So I'll speak this over. I am a special race as a child of God, as a citizen in the kingdom of God, in the body of Christ. 
in a kingdom of priests. I belong to the family of God. Singing, we just learned about sons and daughters in the family of God. That's his purpose for us. I can enter in God's presence boldly now. I have been recreated into God's image and likeness of love. I manifest and experience heaven and earth now with righteousness, peace, and joy through the Holy Spirit. I am restored, redeemed, recreated back with God the Father, God the Father, 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 God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit living in me now. I have the word of God dwelling in me now. I have the crown of righteousness on my head and wear the garment of praise, which is the robe of righteousness. I have the legal rights and privileges to use the name of Jesus. I have legal authority, which we just talked about, as a believer over the principalities and powers and rulers of the kingdom of darkness because I'm sitting enthroned with Christ now. I have, through the Holy Spirit living, the resurrection power to cast out demons. Demons get out, get out, to lay hands on the sick, and they are healed. We speak the word and people are healed. Thank you, Lord. Glenn, it's always so good to go into this because the whole concept of kingdom living uh, is to get to really not only saying the, the believer's declaration of legal rights, but really appropriating it and understanding is part of who God created you to be. We've, we've talked about this before on the show Glenn, when you put together the book uh, Fraud, What God Has to Say About the Tactics of the Enemy, that is really the effort uh, of the enemy to try to keep you from understanding your true position. And that's why one of the things that I really like in the book, Glenn, is where you do this uh, Who I Am in Christ, which is all these um, affirmations that are biblically based, but are just speaking back what God has already said us in terms of how he sees you. And so with the believer's declaration of legal rights, we always make this available to you uh, as a PDF. So you are able to uh, go click through the link, get your own copy of believer's declaration of legal rights, print it out and maybe set it on uh, next to your, your desk or study place or hang it on a wall where you'll see it. And, and let it be a reminder to you of all that God created you to be in the, um, in the whole believers, in the, in the whole kingdom living concept. And Glenn, uh, again, kind of to sum it up, I think one of the things that's so important about uh, that revelation of coming off of that red line, coming off of that uh, world system and understanding God's system, and particularly the anointing that you're talking about, is such an important aspect for every believer who's trying to, to who's trying to really um, walk further with God. Amen, amen. Yeah, it, it is just so so important that we understand. And again, we've added some more I am's here. Yes, I am a saint. I, yes. I am anointed, and and this is so me. I am Christ. Yeah, uh, it's a Greek word, but it, I'm anointed, and so that anointing walks in and again we've been covered with the blood of jesus that's the, that's the oil that he's put on us that's the blood and we have that communion now with christ in fellowship with him yeah i mean there's a very oft quoted scripture you know i can do all things through christ who strengthens me which implies just what you said god god is within us or or christ is within us but through the holy spirit and so Glenn, in a moment, we're going to ask, uh, ask you to pray for, for the, the, well, the tens, if not hundreds of thousands who are seeing this message. <clears throat> but I want to, before we get there, I just want to remind you, if you're new to the kingdom living, you want to be sure that you get to therepelminute.com. That is the website that unlocks so many tools and, and um, uh, things that you will find helpful on this. You can access all of the Kingdom Living podcasts. You can uh, get a hold of the REPL Minute, uh, the daily REPL Minute. You, in fact, can sign up right there for just leave your email. That's all that's required. And you'll get a copy of uh, the, the REPL Minute right in your inbox each morning to start your day free of charge. And, you know, Glenn, also the fraud series is there. The ability to order your copy of fraud uh, online is there. And, and, for those of you that may be listening, 
because now people are too are tuning in on the podcast. You know, we we're we're hearing from people on uh, who are finding us on the Apple iPod uh, casts and and people who uh, call out to Alexa and say Kingdom Living, let me hear some Kingdom Living. Uh, they, wherever people are finding this on podcasts. I'm going to say this again because you may want to grab a pencil and write this down, but it's therepelminute.com. And, and we'll also please share these messages. If this is having an impact for you, one of the kindest things that you can do is share the good news. I mean, that's really the point of, of, of what Jesus came to do was to ask us to be part of the process. And Glenn, like you were talking about at the outset, share that good news. And so kind of with that, Glenn, I want to ask if you will pray over all of us within the sound of this message uh, that we can continue our journey and really appropriate the things of kingdom living the way God would have us. Yeah, and, and I agree, Kerry. Uh, it's so important that we, if this word impacted your heart, your life, sh share it. Uh, mm -hmm. Because that's really what the message is about. That's that double-edged sword, that mm -hmm. word. You heard it, and now you can speak it uh, and use it and just uh, share that with friends because that's the power because that's the way you develop as a messenger of the mm -hmm. Word of God uh, and just feed with, with, with the Word of God out there. So, Father, we, Father, 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 we come to you in the name of Jesus. Father, we, with thankful, gracious hearts, uh, we thank you for, for, for the blood that has totally cleanse us through, through your, your son, Jesus Christ, and that we, our identity is in you. We are sons and daughters. We're citizens in the kingdom. You love us. You accept us. And Father, we have uh, such a, a great relationship. And Father, we, we just seek, we want all, we want all you have for us today. Father, those that are, uh, uh, Dealing with with uh, physical uh, sickness and and uh, uh, I, I hear the word cancer, Father. We Father, we just we just speak to that cancer right now in the name of Jesus. Get out with the authority of Father. Father, get out in the name of Jesus. Get out, and Father, uh, we 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 just we, we just praise you. We praise you and thank you because your word does not return void. It's there to meet your purposes. And Father, just each person listening and hearing and, and watching, Father, that they would be used to carry your word, that double-edged sword to go out speaking life, speaking life into others' lives, carry that light into the dark world. We thank you. We just praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Kingdom living, carrying the light into the world. That's a great... That's a great closing spot for today, Glenn. And thank you, uh, viewer and listener, for joining us for Kingdom Living Podcast. Remember, everything's available at therepelminute.com. And we look forward to seeing you back for the next edition of Kingdom Living Podcast. God bless you. <music>